Hey guys, it's Avery and Letitia and welcome back. Yep. Here we are, episode nine and this week we're going to be talking about body image. Woohoo. <laughs> you sound so excited. This was your idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Avery said, hey, let's talk about body image this week and I kind of struggled with what we would even kind of talk about or how to kick this off or start it. So I think I'll start it with just um, identification of where I was growing up and relating, I guess, to my body image. Then Avery can take over um, with her, you know, formative years growing up. And then we'll kind of talk about how you can and will glow up. Um, So for me, when I was about five, uh, my mom and sister thought it was just a great idea to put me in pageants. And so I started doing some pageants and... um, I did that, uh, a couple of them, and I did some in high school, and, um, you know, I think that was all done in, like, fun, and how cute would it be to put me in a frilly dress, but then I think that just kind of translates over to your core identity and self-worth kind of equating to, well, if I'm pretty enough and I win, then I'm obviously a pretty person, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not sure how healthy that could be maybe long-term. Um, and then my value and my worth might have been about if I won pageants or if I was being recognized for, for being the pretty one, then I felt like then I was more worthy or more valued. Um, in high school, I was jokingly called the stick in school because I was so tall and tiny. I was literally flat as a board and then I was as skinny as a stick. So they called me stick. And so then of course that like beats you down a little bit like, well, hmm, but I wasn't heavy or overweight so that I had that going for me um so yeah you know you, everybody has their little bit of a cross to bear and I, that's just my personal thing I've never had to battle my weight really I've never had to be one to had to grow up dieting and caring I just kind of stayed the same um so that is probably a huge blessing um so I don't know that I could really identify with having like major body image issues but then what once Avery and Macy were born in raising them, you know, I wanted to be sure that I was sensitive to them growing up of not equating their looks <laughs> to their value and to their worth. Um, so Avery, you can take it from here. How did you feel growing up? Yeah, I didn't realize anything about body image until I was about, would you say like third or fourth grade? I don't know. Well, that's whenever Jack started calling me Chubbs, so... Um. <laughs> Around then, and I was always pretty chunky, pretty, like, bigger compared to some of my friends. I know everyone goes through that awkward stage, and they kind of have a heavier section in, like, elementary school. But, like, I was pretty, pretty heavy. Like, I had roles, and so obviously I said Jack called me Chubbs. And um, it kind of hurt my feelings, but it was also kind of a joke. Um... And then when it really started becoming an issue is whenever I went into junior high and he kept calling me Chubbs and then you were like, okay, no, like, it's not funny anymore. Like, because junior high is really the age when kids start um, being mean to each other and start, you know, bullying starts happening. And then that's usually when people start getting, like, depression or, like, all of that, you know, they're... I feel like that's just the ages that your mind is still, like, adolescent and young, and you just, like, start having those issues, <laughs> but luckily I didn't have, like, super bad issues, but I, I always knew I was bigger, and I was never, like, happy with it, but, um, I mean, it was just something I dealed with, and then 
in junior high I started you know doing diets and whatnot and not that like it was super necessary because I had some growing to do and all that but I did start like watching my diet and I was dancing and stuff but I was still always like bigger and then high school hit and I kind of had my growth spurt and like my glow up which we're going to talk about later um but yeah I think it was a lot different for me than for you (laughs) (laughs) well let's be fair to you like you're very petite like you're short five foot um it it may see today is about five seven you're about five foot um you know the the difference between you two was different Macy's built more like me she was tall and thin Mm -hmm. um and when we say you went on a diet I think you know there's gonna be those who might go what you were (laughs) on a diet almond mom (laughs) that wasn't it at all we went into the pediatrician and I think he's the one that brought it up like you need to think about healthier choices and here's this app I think he gave you an app that you could use on your phone that you he talked about I think will tell you better choices I don't know if you really use that but you kind of started making yourself aware of like okay can't have chick-fil-a and fries you know I need to probably think about a salad or after school I can't have chips I need to probably think about an apple so um it was just making those better choices and decisions but then for sure in high school when you started dancing because you were on the drill team I mean you got almost tore I was like you're getting too thin like you were so tiny from dancing all the time and um, you had definitely had a glow up stage one at that point. Stage one, yeah. <laughs> we'll call it stage one. Well, so I will say um, you said that you thought I was almost too thin. And then even then in my mind, I was thinking like, oh, like I'm still fat. Like, I mean, I would say I was fat. I didn't actually think I was fat. But, you know, like you always think you're bigger than you are. And so that just plays like a huge role in like everyone at that age high school or college like it just follows you I feel like you're always like just that body image is just so bad and um I look back at pictures now and I'm like well dang I was tiny like whoa why did I think I was big so um that's that's always a tough one and then going back to the whole doctor thing I will say at that age that is tough like I still remember that to this day I think I'll always remember it like it sucked having him tell me like well Avery like you should probably watch what you're eating like (laughs) I was like I know (laughs) and it was hard because I'm so short like it was really hard to like slim up and stuff but I did really have my growth spurt I feel like was in like eighth grade and then I went to high school and I have been five foot since but I was more active in high school and so I think that helped but I mean having that all happened later on it was tough because I still was like the bigger one of my friends so yeah it's not it's not super fun but we survived and now I have better self-confidence and stuff nowadays yeah and I think I what I love is watching you know your friendship group um from college because we talk about them all the time on here and how we've gotten to know them um I'm super impressed with how your girlfriend group seems I mean from the sidelines here they appear to be very confident girls they're not really hung up on their sizes they wear clothes that um, may or may not flatter them all the time but they feel comfortable in them and they're happy to wear whatever they wear and I love that they have that confidence about themselves and um, kudos to that I kind of feel like this new generation of women coming up you know those that are maybe 20 plus um, because that's when I'm around with you guys have really owned yourself and I think that's a really great thing so um for me personally you know 
having triplets afterwards, I was probably one of the thinnest I've ever been in my life after being married because I was running around, you know, chasing Chasing. three kids. (laughs) And we watch y'all every night and, you know, I was in really great shape and, um, it wasn't probably till y'all turned about five and I was like, oh, I don't have to do everything for you that I started putting a little bit more our weight back on and, you know, pretty much been consistent, but I've definitely have going through the menopausal love of life and, and the frustration of, okay, well, I am dieting and exercising and I'm not seeing any changes. And I think a lot of that is hormone driven and that's something I'm kind of tackling personally right now. So I can be my worst critic, but I think, you know, for my age, I'm probably still, you know, looking okay. I just, I don't know that we're ever happy with our image. What do you think? Do you think we can yeah. ever get there? No, because like even when I said like in high school, I was probably the thinnest in my life at that point. And I, well, like looking back, I'm like, yeah, I look great. But in the moment, I, I didn't think I looked good. And I will say like college, I've been a lot better because I was fully aware like freshman 15 happened. I mean, it wasn't like 15 pounds actually, but that, you know, that's what they call it. I'd gained weight. And sophomore year, I was really, really upset with how I was looking. And so then, like, junior and senior year, I started, you know, watching what I was eating. I tried working out more. And I dropped – I think COVID might have helped. But I did drop um, a few pounds, and I was, like, a lot happier and started, like, noticing. Um, But I think as you're older, you start noticing that change more. Um, So it's it's not as bad now, but – and I have more appreciation for whenever I do, like – look better or more towards how I would like so I I do have appreciation for it more now than I did back then but it's still tough you're I don't think you're ever gonna be like your perfect body image like it's just like fake it's like you grow up with Barbie you know (laughs) and then you're like yeah I want to look like that but it's just not realistic so yeah I think also the big the thing that we have to all do is click in our mind that it's really not about what we look like that the overall health um, situation. So if we exercise, then we know that we're going to be burning calories. It's going to be helping us, you know, be in better shape or probably are going to get a little bit of, you know, fat (laughs) trimmed off of us if we do that. But, you know, your heart's healthier. You've got strong muscles. You um, reduce cardiovascular disease. You hopefully won't become diabetic. Um, You know, your mental health is going to be better and stronger whenever you're exercising because you're releasing your stress and anxiety when you're exercising and getting endorphins like there's so many benefits of exercising beyond what's my body gonna look like that I think that's the biggest hurdle um is getting everybody to try to like click that to say I'm doing this because I want to be a healthy me and not I want to be a certain size or I want to look a certain way and it's so true because whenever I was working out every day um Whenever I was unemployed, I was working out, like, twice a day sometimes, but, which is excessive, but, like, I had nothing to do, so that's how I, like, did my free time, but, um, and walk Rocco and all of that, but, um, I think that when you do work out every day, you're eating healthy, and you're doing things for yourself, you, like, won't realize it right away, but you really will start feeling better, and you'll be less tired, like, I didn't take many naps after that, and now every day, I'm not working out every day right now, I probably should be, but I'm like, oh, I want to take a nap at lunchtime, or I want to come home from work and take a nap, but when I was doing all of that, like, I had so much more energy, and just didn't feel bloated, or like, blah, or just, it was crazy different, I think the hardest part is for you getting in that routine of, like, working out every day, it takes probably, like, two weeks, and it sucks, but, like, once you do it, you'll start noticing all those things, and, 
Um, I think that's huge for your health mentally, physically, and emotionally, all of it. Yeah, and I recently just got um, one of those pedometer watch things so I could start trying to get my 10,000 steps a day because I could tell that, you know, even though I went into lift weight or walk the dogs in the evening, I'm certainly not getting the steps in that I needed to 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 try to help me out. So that's something I've just recently been doing, and I can tell – again, like a big difference in my energy level and I can tell my inches, you know, like in my clothes, I feel already a little bit better. And, um, I have a sweet friend, Susan, that I walk with quite a bit and uh, she keeps me accountable. So that's really great. I think that helps too, is to have an accountability partner and somebody that you can be, um, you know, doing things with that will encourage you to go and then you can talk and catch up. And that's, that's kind of a fun thing to do too. Mm -hmm. So the next part we were going to just go into was because we are doing this podcast and we both have Instagrams and we have the Instagram for Mother Daughter God. Um, You know, influencers are out there and they mostly only post the positive things. So how do we deal with that? Like how do we get them to become a little bit more real maybe? Um, that's hard because they don't. Um, <laughs> there are a few that like, you know, they'll post on their stories and you can tell they're more authentic, but like, let's be real. Every Instagram post is like, if not a filter as an edit, like there's Photoshopping as an edit and like your you make your teeth whiter, like your skin clear. Like it's just how Instagram is. And it's so bad because that's like, just portraying like a fake image but everyone does it and except for me because I don't even know how to do that (laughs) I use the filters (laughs) oh yeah you have so many people looking at you like wow I want to be her (laughs) I'm just saying like if I post on Instagram I don't know how to do any of that it's just like me I don't know how to do the filters and the teeth lightening and Um, if I could girl I'd be getting rid of all the all the wrinkles and all the things (laughs) anywho but I'm just saying like that's a lot of Instagram influencers will do that and um they're always just on their a game and so it's so hard I feel like especially growing up with Instagram you're always comparing yourself to the influencers and I think truly like have you noticed like girls nowadays grow up like way faster than like any and I feel like they don't have an awkward stage anymore and I think it's because of Instagram and like they learn all these things and they think they need makeup and all that so early and they're just very like aware but like I just, I can't, I love influencers, but that is like a downside. It's just that always having to be perfect. And um, I love Krista Horton because I feel like she's more real and genuine on her Instagram. And she doesn't, she's not like a size double zero. And she like wears what makes her comfortable. And she's just so cute. So I recommend following her if you want. She's the best. But yeah, I like her for a lot of reasons. She's pretty down to earth, not only about her looks and sometimes with makeup, sometimes without. Sometimes she's looking a little sloppy. Sometimes she's dressed up great. But also she keeps it real like raising her family and how mm-hmm. she's dealing with her family. And they just had a tragic loss in their family and dealing with the grief. Like it just seems to be a very real um, environment that she's created, and I appreciate that for sure. Yep, um, especially because she's out there vulnerable posting, like, not just, like, the happy moments, which a lot of Instagram, like, influencers have been posting more about, like, like, I've seen a lot about um, miscarriages or whatnot, like, a lot, um, trying to keep it more real, but you see their feed, and it's, like, all these perfect pictures, so it's hard, but I feel like, honestly, they're trying to get better, but I just, like from afar it just looks so perfect it's tough um so yeah you got to stay true to yourself and that was a topic 
uh, we tried to talk about touch on earlier how you said that my whole college friend group is like very confident and I just feel like that's just who we are we um, stay true to ourselves and I think that's super important especially rush just happened and we already talked about all that but um yeah I mentioned then like you're gonna see girls who are like so pretty and perfect and you may think they're perfect and they're gonna have issues in their head that they (laughs) want to fix too so it's just life um but really try to stay true to yourself and um it's it's not you're not gonna look like that forever you can really change how you look if you want to you know so Good or bad, right? Yeah. Improvement or or not an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> a decline. <laughs> it can go either way. But it's always changing, so. Yeah, you are always changing. You don't need to be, like, having anxiety over it forever, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think certainly you need to stay healthy. You know, I'm not going to be here an advocate saying, like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're 300 pounds and you're overweight and, you know, borderline or overweight. <laughs> like, that's not healthy. Yeah. And that's, there's more reasons to, to be addressing that. Um, same as, like, if you're too thin, I mean, there's a lot of people who struggle with eating disorders mm-hmm. and they're anorexic or bulimic. I mean, obviously, these are unhealthy things. So the goal is um, to just portray a positive body image. And I think as a mom, you know, the damage has been done by the time you probably figure it out as a parent. You know, the what you could have, should have said, what you could have done to change things. Like, I wasn't even thinking about it for you guys. I felt like I was trying not to push anything about that on you guys um <laughs> until I think jack I, called me chubs <laughs> yeah, i was like jack that's not nice but um you know i think for me i was more hung up about like oh my god y'all are gonna walk out of the house looking like rag muffins like <laughs> you didn't want to like do your hair or you wouldn't put any powder or mascara on when you were 13 or 14 and i was like could we just do a little something to like make you not look like a rag muffin but um that was probably more my issue right. than about <laughs> weight I'm just saying, but, um, and even today, you know, so y'all are very, another thing, like I didn't think I could leave the house without makeup ever. And this new group of girls, you girls don't care about makeup. Like it's okay to be out and about and, you know, see your boyfriends without it. And I think that's great. Like, again, you're confident about it. I just never was in that, in that camp. Um, so whenever the girls don't wear makeup, sometimes I'm like, okay, we're going to get a dinner. Can y'all please like dress up and look cute and like wear your makeup in a nice outfit. (laughs) So I yeah. want you to be I'm cute. I'm saying I, I like dressing up, but, you know, after a full week of work, I'm like, do I really want to put on all this makeup and wear a nice <laughs> outfit? Like, I've been wearing a nice outfit all week. week. I want to wear a t-shirt and shorts. Like, but if we're going somewhere nice, I feel like I'm pretty good about um, yeah. dressing up. But not everyone is. So, you know, it's not everyone's favorite cup of tea, but I've always been more girly girl. So I've been, like, into the makeup and the cute outfits and stuff, so. Well, and, you know, I'll kind of just parlay this to something else, and it's not really about body image, but talking about wearing makeup or looking nice. But, I mean, I can tell you for sure as an adult woman, um, when I go out in public to, well, I'm just throw something like, um, I don't know, like going and running an errand and need to get something. If I go to the post office and I'm just wearing, like, shorts and T-shirt and flip-flops and no makeup, my hair's thrown up, I'm treated way differently than I am when I look all dressed nice, wear, you know, have my makeup on, my hair looks nice and done, like I'm a different image. And I am treated with a little bit more respect. I'm treated with better customer service. I, It's amazing to me how much that is the, the truth. Um, if you go to a mall and you go shopping, they probably don't even look your way if you're looking one way. If you're dressed up, you know, they're like, oh, she's probably going to buy some clothes and they give you attention. 
same person, same banking account, same thoughts of buying clothes. Mm-hmm. But the way I look, I definitely get treated differently. And um, it's sad, but it's true that that is the thing. So if you parlay that into, like, your career, um, you know, if you go to work every day looking just kind of a little homely and not wanting to apply any makeup or do your hair or wash it, and you just kind of look, eh, you know, you're probably not going to be looked at as, like, someone that's going to be growth and growing and caring about leadership <laughs> positions. I can't relate because I go to work in these outfits and they all tell me, yeah, I think you're, like, more upscale than some of the people here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, though, because they know that you're they'll, – they'll look at you for those roles. Um, again, like, same brain capacity, same work mm-hmm. ethic, same everything, but I guarantee you – the person that gives a little effort on the way they look is going to get a little bit more attention. I will say I've noticed the whole attention thing with how you look. Um, this might sound bad. I promise I'm not an alcoholic. But <laughs> at the liquor store, you know, I look like a baby. But I went after work one day, and I'm in my work outfit, and they're just so nice, and, like, no one bothered me. They just asked if I was looking for anything particular, you know, left me alone after that, and go check out. Um, then recently I went, I changed into a T-shirt, and shorts and I went with one of my girlfriends and the lady's like not leaving us alone acting like we're kiddos in there which <laughs> I mean I am a kiddo I'm I mean young, to be honest you do look like you're about 15 <laughs> yeah but like she was I like so on guard like it made me feel like she thought I was gonna like break a bottle of wine in there or something or and you're trying to steal something yeah <laughs> or like whatnot and and it was just really funny when I was checking out and the lady at checkout was so nice but um I kind of left and I was like I just got treated so differently than whenever I was wearing my work outfit and I was like I'm taking a middle note of that so it's funny that you say that because it is something I noticed recently yeah it's definitely true and I've seen it over and over in my lifetime and so that's something else to know just for young girls that are listening or women that are listening to this to kind of note for themselves that you know dress for success at work um, put yourself your a-game forward whenever you're looking at opportunities to you know impressed or want to make a statement but then again like you can't be caught up in this whole like do I look good enough or is it you know the whole body image thing that's kind of a side thing just feel confident I know it's hard but um you know I said everyone has something that they'd want to fix so if you're comparing yourself like that person has something in their head that's wrong with them too so that's right you know what it's life and we hope that this was encouraging or you know awakening and whatnot (laughs) but I don't know I feel like it was something we needed to touch so all right well there we go so we did it and we're glad you joined us and we'll talk to you next week on mother Mother, daughter Daughter, God. God